what's going on guys sam adams here and welcome to a brand new episode of caffeinate today for the first of march 2019 my name is samuel adams and welcome to today's show for those that don't know what this show is this my friends is a daily gaming news podcast where i bring you the hottest gaming news from around the industry and i'll let you guys know what is going on in one tight neat little package for you to enjoy five days a week monday through friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time over on twitch.tv slash the Samuel Adams. Now, to those joining me live, welcome on in. And of course, for those joining me later on the YouTube version of the show, on the podcast version of the show, welcome on in. Now, today we are actually headlining a story that sort of kind of broke yesterday, which is that the newest character for Apex Legends does appear to be Octane. And now that is all but confirmed, and a update should be dropping fairly soon. Now, on top of that, speaking of Battle Royale games, a California man has sued Epic Games over quote-unquote predatory loot boxes. We'll talk more about that. On top of games relating to children, Roblox boasts over 1 billion hours of engagement per month. We'll talk about that figure and what that means. The Overwatch hero roster could eventually use seasonal rotation, according to some insider information. Of course, direct from the horse's mouth, as they say. The first Dead or Alive season pass cost a total of $93. Uh, we'll talk about that incredible amount of money. And finally, I have some freebies for you guys that are out there with Twitch Prime subscriptions, because the March games are out right now for free. And it includes a relatively underwhelming lineup of uh, various games that you can get for free. But hey, I mean, they're free, so you might as well go ahead and grab them because you got them anyway. Uh, but those are pretty much our stories for the day, and that's going to round out our week of podcast shows. But of course, if you ever miss any, you can always go back and check out some of the older shows. But without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into it. First off, evidence is building that Apex Legends' next character is Octane. Was Shroud joking when he said that the next Apex Legends update would arrive today? And this is coming to us from PC Gamer. Over the last 24 hours, new rumors and unconfirmed leaks about the next Apex Legends character have circulated from multiple sources, supporting prior rumors and even pointing maybe to an imminent release of a new character called Octane and or the Apex Legends Battle Pass, which we are expecting sometime in March. Although EA has not announced anything officially, let's lay out the information we have so far. Speculation about unreleased characters began weeks ago when data miners uncovered a list of what appeared to be names of unreleased characters, spotting Octane among a list of others like Crypto, Jericho, Rosie, and Prophet. Strings uncovered from this data like Octane underscore stem underscore inject and Octane underscore stem underscore release suggested that Octane would be a character whose kit includes some kind of injection system, a trope not uncommon to games and Batman villains that seemed believable in Apex's sci-fi setting. Yesterday, a Redditor named Beartoots shared an image that makes a strong visual connection with this description, and that image is as shown here, which essentially appears to be a, a slender-looking character overall with two canisters on his sides. Neon tubing and a cylinder attached to the character's hip in the image above suggest some kind of injection mechanism, while metal legs indicate that Octane, if this is indeed them, could be a cyborg. The poster did not say whether or not they were themselves a tester of Apex Legends with access to private versions of the game. The only additional detail they offered was that the right image is from the deep dive trailer when it shows the silhouettes of the next two legends. The watermark on the image, Child's Play, is associated with a private Instagram account with 32 posts. The same day, another user on Reddit shared an image with the same watermark that added more detail, although the text shown here is something that's easier to doctor. The character image behind the information pane is not. 
The second image shows Octane's abilities in Apex's store menu alongside notably a new tab for a battle pass and they are as follows. So your passive ability is Swift Mend. While not taking damage, Octane restores health over time. Adrenaline Junkie is a tactical advantage which moves 30% faster for 6 seconds and costs 10% health, immune to slows while active which of course is your Q and your ultimate is Launchpad, deployable jump pad that catapults users through the air, presumably in the same way that a jump pad works in a game like Fortnite. It would not be the first time we've seen a character focused on speed through self-inflicted damage in a video game, although Octane's passive would overlap somewhat with Lifeline's tactical healing drone. A trampoline type item would also be right at home in Apex, especially given the presence of such gadgets in Fortnite. The mention of immunity to slows from Adrenaline Junkie indicates to me that more stun and movement inhibiting abilities are probably on the way in Apex. Of course, there is a lot more to go into here if you did want to dive into it, uh, but the biggest point here is that there is plentiful information uh, that this is going to be the next character in Apex Legends, of course, the legend as they are so called, according to this article. I thought they were champions. I guess I just had that wrong all along. Either way, as a man with over 50 hours in the game, apparently I still don't know anything about the game. Uh, with that being said, though, incredibly interesting looking character. My question here is, since there is this passive healing ability, would this be a character that would lend itself to something of a solo plate style? Because, of course, there has been the mention, there has been the, uh, the hinting at of a solos queue instead of just restricting gameplay to this trio of characters as we have seen so far. Could this mean that a new style of game is on the way where you do have a passive healing ability that doesn't necessarily rely on another character? Of course, you can, you know, self-heal in the game by picking up syringes and medkits, but at the same time, to be able to have this ability is something that would be incredibly beneficial if you don't actually have a squad that you're running with. Uh, now, with all of this information, you can lean as far into it as you would like, and you can speculate as much as your little heart would love to, uh, but at the end of the day, uh, this is going to be coming out relatively soon soon. If I did have to guess, I would say next week. And that is, of course, according to what Shroud has actually said, because, of course, Shroud is the biggest Apex Legends streamer at the moment. And with that being said, he said this, quote, I'm excited for the update for this game. Just wait. If it comes out tomorrow, it might. Who knows? They might surprise you. I have no idea. I don't know anything. I have no knowledge. I have never played this game before ever, Shroud says in the clip while playing Apex. Of course, we don't really know if this is something that is to be believed and taken at face value, or if he is just being humorous. But when it comes down to it, uh, what you have here is pretty much a man with a very likely stream of inside information, potentially accidentally letting something slip that you might be seeing an update starting tomorrow. Uh, so with all that being said, could be big stuff coming tomorrow for Apex Legends, so keep your ear to the ground on that one, because hey, what better day to launch a brand new content update than something like a Saturday, where a lot of people are off work, a lot of people don't have school, and of course, spring break is upon many of us here in the States if you do go to college, so hey, could be a fantastic time to release an update for the hottest battle royale out there right now, and also, as a side note, would be a fantastic way to actually compete with Fortnite Season 8, which of course is this week's big release when it comes to Battle Royales, uh, which is crazy that we have a weekly Battle Royale expectation at this point. Uh, but with that being said, interesting stuff, and of course Apex Legends, still a fantastic game to date. Now, speaking of Battle Royale games, a California man sues Epic Games over predatory loot boxes. This one isn't going to make it too far. Now, the complaint alleges save the world's loot llamas were like playing a slot machine. 
A California man has filed a lawsuit this week against Epic Games on behalf of his son, alleging the company engaged in a, quote, predatory scheme with loot boxes in Fortnite. Steve Altez, filing for R.A, of course, is a younger individual, brought a complaint that focused only on the loot boxes or llamas in the game's Save the World co-op mode, and not the Battle Royale mode. His primary concern is that these loot boxes are, or were, blind draws, and that said blind draw specifically targeted children with gambling-like mechanics. Up until January of this year, there was no way to know what items would be inside before you purchased and opened a loot llama, and Epic Games did not disclose the odds. However, that changed in a recent update to the game, and that now shows the contents of loot llamas in Save the World before they are purchased with V-Bucks, which of course is the in-game currency purchased or earned uh, within the game. Though the lawsuit does not mention this admittedly recent change, it does focus on the ties between loot boxes and gambling, as well as the targeting of miners. The plaintiff alleges that Epic deliberately designed Save the World to hinder a player's progress if they didn't spend real money, and that Epic has made a fortune on in-game purchases, preying in large part on miners who are especially susceptible to such predatory tactics. It also states that purchasing loot llamas is akin to playing a slot machine. Players, and particularly miners, are lured into purchasing llamas with the reasonable expectation that a purchase will result in better loot, the lawsuit reads. Players are encouraged to keep purchasing llamas with a reasonable belief that repeated purchase will lead to the chance of receiving better loot and therefore improvement in performance of the game. Through both express misrepresentations and omissions, Epic markets llamas as highly likely to contain valuable loot that will increase a player's power and prowess in the Fortnite game. But in reality, llamas do not contain the loot expected by the reasonable consumer. The plaintiff's trouble is not only with the specific targeting of miners with apparent gambling mechanics, but also with Epic Games not disclosing the odds of getting rare items in each loot box. He alleges Epic deliberately tried to hide the fact that the odds are next to nothing, though the recent update showing loot box contents does negate the need to disclose odds at the same manner. Epic has not revealed what those odds originally were or even are now. And so, the lawsuit accuses Epic of violating California's Consumer Legal Remedies Act, protecting consumers from unfair business practices, false advertising law, and unfair competition law, as well as accusing them of unjust enrichment. The plaintiff is requesting that the court prevent Epic from selling similar, oddsless loot boxes in the future, as well as declare such loot boxes unlawful and refund the money the plaintiff spent on them in addition to damages and fees. The suit also requests R.A, which of course is the younger individual, be appointed as a class representative in an effort to open up the complaint to a class action suit for anyone in the state of California who has purchased a loot llama within a certain period of the game's Save the World mode. That's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? However, this man is going for it. So essentially, this feature of the game where there were these loot llamas in a way and Save the World has been taken out. And we actually talked about this on a previous episode of Cavanate at the beginning of January. Uh, but essentially, this has all been solved. There is no longer any kind of issue at hand. And so I'm not really sure if this is still going to hold up in the court, quite frankly, because there is nothing to complain about as of now. Uh, however, going back, if you do want to kind of address what was happening up until January, that very much so is something that could be taken to court, and that very much so is something uh, that could be a bit of a discrepancy when it comes to the law. Uh, so where will this go? Uh, I'm not really sure if there's any ground to stand on here, but without a doubt, as we see day after day, if you have the opportunity to sue Epic Games, you might as well take it because you don't know what's going to come of that. 
Now, as we've seen with the dancing lawsuits, that obviously is something that's not really coming to fruition. But in a case like this, where there was specifically a lot of gray area when it comes to what is legal and what is not, you very well could have a case with this one. So it could be worth your time and it very well could get you some extra cash. Uh, but as we see Death Punk saying in the chat, maybe they'll shut Fortnite down. Yeah, that'll happen. No. Uh, moving on to the next story of the day, Roblox boasts over 1 billion hours of engagement per month. Now you might be saying, Sam, why are we talking about Roblox? Because this game is phenomenally huge in a way that I don't think any of us really understand. Uh, so the online game platform Roblox continues to be a juggernaut for the under 18 age group. Based on the company's own internal statistics, Roblox now sees over 1 billion hours of engagement per month. According to comments picked up by Pocket Gamer, the company says this means it's well on its way to rivaling platforms like YouTube and Netflix in terms of hours of content consumed for both under age 13 and 13 to 17 age group. Roblox is a sandbox game platform that, while free to play, allows developers to create content and levels for its sizable user base in exchange for a slice of whatever premium currency those creations bring in. Mid-year estimates released by the company last summer predicted that it would pay out as much as $70 million to those developers in 2018, nearly double 2017's estimated payout. In 2017, two of the platform's top creators walked away with $2 million in earnings each. For its recent growth, Roblox Corporation says that increasing globalization, the introduction of new features and customization, and developer creativity have helped the platform keep its upward momentum in recent years. Uh, so the reason that I really started to focus on Roblox as a potential big player in the game is because of the synergy that I saw between the Fortnite community and the Roblox community because there is a lot of crossover there. Uh, there are a lot of people that are playing both games at the same time because quite frankly, uh, both of them do cater to younger groups, younger audiences. And that's something uh, that I think goes underappreciated because when you see stuff like Apex Legends coming to fruition, uh, that of course is an incredibly popular game. You begin to see a lot of people migrate over uh, to Apex Legends. But when it comes to the younger generation that might not necessarily be on Reddit, on Twitter, uh, you know, participating in the online discussion, they very much so are sticking to stuff like Fortnite and like Roblox, and they're continuing to pump hours and hours and hours into that specific platform. I mean, I called it a game, but it really is a platform. Uh, and so, one billion hours of engagement per month is what comes from that kind of relationship that kids are having with Roblox. Uh, so again, the game is massive. The game is something that apparently uh, is doing much better than I thought it was with, again, the two platforms, top creators walking away with two million bucks in cash. Uh, now, the question in the chat, is that before or after taxes? Hey, man, I don't know. I'm just reporting the news. But when it comes down to it, two million before or after, it's still two million dollars that you're making from from a video game. So you're doing all right with that, you know, uh, but free to play game. You can dive in, check it out. It's kind of like Legos from my understanding. Again, I'm 21 years old. I I've been playing Far Cry 5. I went back to that earlier today. I don't know that much about Roblox and I'm never, ever going to dive into it. But with that being said, it's impressive. A billion hours of engagement per month rivaling YouTube. Come on, man. That's crazy. Now let's move on to talking about a game that I have spent a considerable amount of time playing over the years, Overwatch, because the roster could eventually use seasonal rotations and hero bans, which would be a big change for everybody. 
Overwatch's new hero, Baptiste, brings the roster up to 30 playable characters. Blizzard doesn't plan to stop developing new characters and has several concepts in the works already, but the studio has toyed with the idea of using tools like hero rotation or bands to help manage the roster if it grows too unwieldy. We have a bunch of heroes that we're playing with, a bunch of ideas, a bunch of gameplay concepts, lead hero designer Jeff Goodman said during a Q&A with media attended by GameSpot. As long as people are playing Overwatch, we are looking at adding content to it. That may eventually lead to a roster that's simply too big to be manageable. Though the company has no immediate plans to implement fixes for this hypothetical problem, it has considered a few options of how it could mitigate such an issue. We talk a decent amount about rotating heroes. That and what's paired a lot with it is hero bands, hero picks, things like that, because they're both kind of related to roster size, Goodman said. We don't have any plans about that right now. It does come up in conversation. If we get a big enough roster that we feel like would benefit from that, or maybe each competitive season we could do something like that, we sort of idly talk about it. We don't have any plans. Right now, we don't feel like we are at the point where we have enough heroes where that seems to make sense, but if we reach a point that it just feels like too many, then yeah, we might do something like that. Of course, Baptiste, the newest character, is available right now on the PC test server and will soon be rolling out to public servers and other platforms soon. And he's a combat medic. We've talked about him earlier in the week whenever he was revealed. Uh, but... Uh, what I want to focus on here is the concept of an Overwatch roster that is directly influenced by seasonal picks and hero bans, uh, because this is something that I think would benefit the game greatly, uh, especially for those that are trying to pretty much improve their gameplay, and also uh, in an effort to make the Overwatch League seem a bit more interesting, because hero bans definitely change up the game. Uh, so for those that don't know what I'm talking about, essentially the idea is that aside from stuff like maybe quick play, if you did want to leave that out. Uh, in competitive play during specific seasons, perhaps one of the main characters would be disabled for that entire season, forcing somebody that would main that character uh, to try a different hero in exchange, which is something that would be uh, very interesting and definitely change up the gameplay and the flow overall. Uh, now, at 30 characters, heroes, whatever you want to call them, is that too many, uh, you know, options for players as of right now? In my opinion, 30 might be on the breaking point. That's kind of where you begin to teeter over the edge of having too many options and too many heroes. Some are used too much, some are used too little. It's one of those situations where you don't want to have 50, 60 characters and then, you know, only three or four of them get picked by one specific person. That's probably where this is trending. So could we see this come into fruition in the future and come into utilization? Uh, absolutely. And it's good to hear that they are thinking about the distant future of Overwatch. You know, as seasons continue to go on, uh, how is the game going to grow and evolve? Because if the game doesn't change with the times, uh, then you are going to begin to see a lot of people begin to fall off the edge of it and not really come back to it. Uh, now, Overwatch, of course, is a very healthy game right now with a very healthy community. Uh, one that is flourishing in many ways thanks to the competitive league that has kind of flourished around the game itself. Uh, but again, as time goes on, will that be sustainable? Just because a game has a large competitive following doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to stick out through the years. And that's pretty much what I want to see happen with Overwatch. It's a good game. Great competitive game. Just needs to be, you know, uh, pretty much solidified in its future. But with that being said, let's talk about a game that is more than likely going to die down pretty dang soon. Dead or Alive 6. Because the season pass for this game, which again launched on Friday today, uh, costs $93. $93 for a season pass. It is rare 
that a season pass for a game costs $33 more than the game itself. Dead or Alive 6 owners can now drop nearly 100 bucks on two new characters and 62 costumes. Considering downloadable content costs for the previous game, this could actually be a bargain. Prices for the Season Pass bundle, now available alongside the game on Xbox One, PS4, and PC, were not revealed until yesterday. The high price was not unexpected, however. Tecmo Koei released vast amounts of cosmetic DLC for Dead or Alive 5 last round, hundreds of costumes, totaling hundreds of dollars, so the Dead or Alive 6 developers rolling out this $93 deal and specifies that there will be more is not a huge surprise. So, what does $93 get a player? In addition to brand new characters, two characters specifically, the 62 costumes include Nico's Techromancer gear as seen above and Nyotingu, I believe that's how you pronounce that, wrestling getup. Uh, so here is everything that comes with the pricey, again, let me reiterate, $93 bundle. You get Happy Wedding Costumes Volume 1 and 2, Costume Pack Volume 1 and 2, additional character My Shiranui? Sure. My Shiranui <laughs> debut costumes, additional new character, and additional new character debut costumes. And so it's worth mentioning that this is all going to be rolling out over the course of Season 1. So the Season Pass, of course, does not launch all at once, but you'll be getting pretty much waves of content. So this might not seem like a lot, but it does work out to about $1 per costume, at about $15 for each additional character, including their debut outfits. Plus, there is the peace of mind from knowing that you're completely covered for Dead or Alive 6 DLC for at least three months. Again, $93 for three months. It's pretty insane. Uh, so with that being said, is it worth it? I mean, no. You know, when it comes down to it, $15 per downloadable character. Per downloadable character. Not poor. Not four like in Spanish. Uh, let's back up. $15 per new downloadable character is ridiculous in and of itself. $1 per costume? Do we need that many costumes? My point here is that this is not something that is catered to me. Obviously, there are many people that are going to be playing Dead or Alive 6 uh, that do want all these additional outfits, that do want these additional characters, and that don't mind paying $93 for the newest content because, quite frankly, they are used to that kind of treatment for Dead or Alive. But... At the same time, I do want to bring up the point that I said on Twitter earlier whenever we were talking about this and it was pointed out to me. Uh, essentially, I got tagged and they were like, what do you think about this? My point here is that if you have only 300 people buying a season pass for Dead or Alive 6, you might as well amplify the price of it by nine times what it's actually worth. So let's say this is actually uh, a $10 DLC pack or a $10 season pass. If you make it $90, then each individual that purchases it is the equivalent of nine whenever you really think about how much this is worth. And so you pretty much boost up your you know, income because quite frankly, there is a specific group of people, a very dedicated fan base that will end up paying for this kind of thing. Uh, so if you happen to be one of those people, congratulations, you can now buy a $93 season pass for Dead or Alive 6, which I have actually heard is a solid game, not the best fighting game, but certainly better uh, than previous Dead or Alive games have been. Not the best, again, up for debate. I'm never going to play it, so hey, blow your money your own way. But with that being said, if you do want to blow your money on Twitch Prime, there are some free games for you for the month of March, and they, my friends, are out right now. March is finally here, which means starting today, more free PC games are available for Amazon and Twitch Prime members. Until March the 31st, you can download these four games at no cost, and they include Star Vikings Forever, The King's Bird, Kabounce, sure, and Snake Pass. Star Vikings Forever is a lengthy puzzle RPG about space Vikings, 
shocking. Who would have thought that fight evil intergalactic space snails? The King's Bird is an artsy platformer that utilizes gliding and requires maintaining your momentum to navigate many challenges. Brush up on your pinball skills with Kabounce, a multiplayer experience from the perspective of the ball itself, where you try to hit bumpers to claim points for your team. In a unique platformer, Snake Pass, you are asked to think like a snake as you solve puzzles which involves slithering into small spaces, coiling around bamboo to climb, and more. So, of course, to claim these deals, you just have to make sure your Amazon account is linked to Twitch. And, of course, there is going to be a little thing that pops up. And by all means, you can dive in. Uh, now, Star Vikings Forever, as Deathpunk points out, does sound like an 80s metal band. Uh, but it actually sounds like something I might check out for myself. Now, of course, if you did want to check out these games and more, you can link your Twitch, you can link your Amazon, and boom, you've got tons of free stuff, including in-game bonuses and also a free subscription to a channel of your choice every month. Totally worth your time to link those two accounts together. Now, with that being said, which game is the best, in my opinion? I've heard good things about The King's Bird. Uh, weirdly enough, I actually think this is a pretty solid game. Uh, so if you do want to dive in and check out any of these games, I would highly recommend that one. Uh, but overall, they're free, again. Kind of like PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live Gold. If you have the services, just redeem them. Give them a shot. You might get bored. Who really knows? Uh, but with that being said... That wraps up today's episode of Caffeinate. If you did enjoy this one, be sure to drop me a like down below if you are watching on YouTube. If you're joining me live in the chat, I appreciate you being here. And of course, it's always fantastic to have people contributing to the conversation Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time over on twitch.tv slash the Samuel Adams. Now, with that being said, there will be a video up on the channel tomorrow. Of course, we've got the drop coming up on Sunday, which is the weekly video series where I let you guys know what games are coming out across the PS4, Xbox One, PC, Switch, etc. So you can look forward to that. But this show, Caffeinate, will be back on Monday for a brand new episode. And until then, you guys have a fantastic rest of the weekend. I'll talk to you soon, and peace.